Here we are once again. Should never sing the intro. Uh, hi, how's everybody doing? I hope you're doing well. It is nighttime as I record this. I don't usually record these at nighttime, but that's when I had time to do this, so we're doing it at the nighttime. But this doesn't necessarily mean that's when it's released, so I didn't have to tell you that. All two of you who listen to this podcast, hi, we appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, right now available on all your favorite streaming platforms is my first album that I released about two years ago. It's my earliest stand-up material and my first time ever headlining as a comedian. That's available to stream for free on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. It's all up there. You can stream it. All you have to do is go to tinyurl.com slash dlmyshit. tinyurl.com slash dlmyshit. And you can stream my first comedy album from when I was a little bitty kid. It was recorded from age 14 up to about 17-ish. No, it's probably a little older than that. 14 to 20, 19, somewhere in there. It's got my first, it has my first time I ever did stand-up on it, the full set. And then it has a complete, it's a two-part album. It has a bunch of early sets that I did. And then it also has my first hit time headlining. So you can stream that for free on all of your favorite platforms. tinyurl.com slash dl my shit cool um okay so this is why i'm doing this today i keep seeing on excuse me i keep seeing these advertisements on the internet and i'm noticing them a lot on facebook for comedy classes um and there's all kinds of books learn how to be a stand-up comedian. I see them, like I keep seeing these repeating ads on Facebook. And maybe it's just Facebook trying to tell me, hey, you can get a little better at this. Like, <laughs> maybe Facebook is just like trying to be like, hey, let's step it up, motherfucker. Like, we, uh, we've checked out some of your clips and, uh, ooh. You could use some help. So here's some ads. <laughs> but, um, yeah, here's the thing. Um, comedy can't be taught. You, um, you either can do it or you can't. And the truth is, it's not, it, it, it really, it's not teachable. It's not a thing. It, you can't really pick it up. You can get better at it, but you can't just, you can't have a course in it. It's not a, there's no lesson to it. You can't like, you can't break it down into sections on how to do it. You you do continually get better at it, but you're not going to just all of a sudden know how to do it. It's, and somebody can't tell you how to do it because nobody's funny the same way. Does that make sense? 
sense of humor is such a specific thing that it's not even if you have a similar a similar even if you have a similar sense of humor to your friends there's little twists to yours that makes it unique like there's some shit that only you find funny and that's that's just the truth and that's why inside jokes are always the funniest because it's a tiny little thing that you and that one other person share like Allie and I there's been things that Allie and I have found hilarious that I've tried on stage and they fall flat because it's only funny to me and her and it will only ever be funny to me and her it's not a thing that somebody else will even understand and that's why your sense of humor is such a specific thing and that's why that's how comedians get separate that's why it's because there's so many different types of things that people find funny and there's things that some people never find funny and there's some things that everybody finds funny and it's just it's so specific to who you are and I think your sense of humor really tells more about you than people think it does because what you laugh at is not something you can control. A lot of other things you can control about yourself. Like, you can control the way you dress, and you can control the way you talk, and all that. But what you laugh at is uncontrollable. It's not something... There's no react... You don't get to go, that's funny to me. Ha 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 there's nothing you can fight if you if something makes you laugh you don't get to process that oh that made me laugh that's not how it works it just happens man so the real secret to becoming a comedian rather than a class is you have to find a way to translate your sense of humor to a room full of strangers. Which is virtually impossible to, to take a room full of people that have no idea who you are and what you're doing or what you're talking about. And somehow you have to create a world where you both are on the same team. That's insane. The real only class for comedy is the, the, the bar that you perform in, the open mic night. That's the classroom because the only way you can learn to do it is to do it. Now, yeah, you can write, you can prepare, you can rehearse, but you have to be in front of a crowd. That's the only way you're going to learn how to do it. And that's the only way you're going to get better. And that's the only way you're going to learn the subtleties and the little bitty techniques and all that shit and and it's where you learn how to be yourself because comedy the greatest comedians are the ones who are just honest the best comedians are the ones that tell you what happened exactly how it happened and it's hilarious to you An example of this, and it changed my performing style, and I might have talked about this before, 
there was I had my and my writing style and what I talked about on stage was changed. There was a period about two years ago, or maybe about a year and a half ago, where well, it was a while ago, where I started really paying attention to Tom Segura and Doug Stanhope, and those two guys changed my style because Segura is telling you basically a story. And he's telling you, this is what happened. Here's how it happened. And even even if it takes a while to get to where we're headed, this is how I have to get you there. Seguro tells a story, and there's all kinds of laughs in the story, but there doesn't have to be. He's getting you to a point. Doug Stanhope taught me about the honesty of it. And I don't, and when I say that, I mean I picked it up from learning, from paying attention to them. Doug is so honest in his comment. It's, this is, Doug will come up and be like, I shit my pants today. And then he'll paint you the picture of him shitting his pants. And that's such a, the beauty of the honesty. When Doug goes on stage, you feel like everything he said is something that happened this afternoon. And that's where the best comedy is. It's when it's... The way that I... Personally, I feel like the funniest stuff is stuff that happened yesterday. And then I tell you about it on stage because I can't wait to tell you about it because it just happened. And it even will make me laugh. There's a... I have a YouTube video about something that happened to one of my dad's friends and it just happened the day before we filmed the video so I told it and I'm laughing as I tell it because it's still funny to me that's a special thing and it just happened so it's true and like the idea of trying to teach a creative skill it's not you can't really teach creativity. It just happens. Now, this is turning into, like, psychedelic 70s, man. Like, right, man, like, the thing about creativity, man, is it just, you have to let it flow, right? You just gotta, <laughs> you gotta let it flow. Well, I mean, it's, it is true. You can't force I remember in high school I took two creative writing classes and I was just sitting there through the whole class going this is fucking bullshit like I'm not gonna listen to any of this I can't write like this I have to just write the story and here's how it happens we had a creative writing teacher one of the creative writing teachers was was incredible because she let you just write the story and then I had another one my freshman year and he was like scary he was a nice guy, but he was kind of like, all right, just right, I'm going to show up, do my work, and that's it. And he structured creative writing, and that, like, he would make you fill out an outline. He would make you rewrite the outline. He would make you, here's the bullet points of what's going to happen. And that's not creative. That's structured. And they're basically polar opposites. Creativity, anything in the creative field, you can tweak, like painting. Either you can paint or you can't. 
And that's and like look at Bob Ross. Bob Ross isn't he'll Bob Ross will tell you that your painting shouldn't look exactly like mine. You should find your your individual thing and translate that to the canvas. You can tweak your painting skills. Like here's another way to do that rather than the way you thought of we'll do it like this and like that and and that's the same with stand-up and comedy there's your canvas is your your audience and your paint is your joke or your personality or your delivery or whatever and the way you tweak that is by doing it not by paying a guy who used to be a comedian $45 a day to teach you how to be a comedian. The thing about comedy classes is there it's it's a fucking scam, dude. It's a scam. Now it may not be a direct definition of the word scam, but it's a fucking scam. It's a way that in most cases Comedians who couldn't be comedians get money and get to say they're a comedian. Because young comedians or people who want to be comedians will sign up for the class and think this is what's going to make or break them. This is how I'm going to become a comedian. I took this guy's class. And the truth is, if that guy was a comedian, he wouldn't be teaching a class. Now... You can learn from other comedians. You can talk about comedy with other comedians and learn about comedy, but you can't go to a classroom and write notes on how to do it. It's such a specific, individualistic thing. It's a scam. It's stealing money from people who aren't comedians or want to be comedians uh, in the early stages of being comedians into us thinking this is the next step. I remember when I was young, first starting in comedy, I was 14, 15. My grandpa bought me for Christmas. He bought me this book and it was, I don't remember the exact, I wish I had it. I should have kept it, but I didn't. I should have kept the book, but I got rid of it a couple of years ago, I think. It was a workbook on how to become a better stand-up comic. It was the textbook from a comedy class. I can't remember. I, I, I do remember. I'm not going to say it, though. I, but the book was, it was basically like a college textbook for being a comedian. And I remember reading it even at 14, 15, starting in comedy going, this is fucking bullshit. Like, that's not how I do it at all. I can't talk like that. I, I don't know how to write like that. You can't tell me whether or not I can be clean. What if I don't want to be a clean comic? What if I, what if I don't want to get a sitcom? Fuck you. I just want to be a comedian. When I first started out in comedy, um, my mentor was Bob Zaney. He 
if you don't know Bob, look him up. If you're listening, nobody's listening, but Bob said something to me early on because I would ask him for advice a lot because I had his cell phone number and I'd text him or I'd call him before shows or whatever and we'd meet and discuss comedy and he'd give me tips and trades and all that and he told me something I wrote it down so I would because I, ne- I never forgot this he, and he told me that I was 15, 16 when he said this so this was almost 10 years ago Bob said to me you have to choose what advice you take and what advice you don't. And that's not only perfect advice for comedy, that's perfect advice for life. Like, you can ask people for advice all day long. Up and down the wall, you can be like, what do I do here, what do I do here? But at the end of the day, you still have to pick what you're going to do. Nobody else can tell you Nobody else has power over your life. At the end of the day, you still have to pull the trigger and make the decision. That's such a beautiful motto. You know what I mean? Like, you have to choose what advice you take and what advice you don't. And what he meant was like, just because I think this is the right way to do it doesn't mean that it's the right way to do it. You have to... And, like, I've had, because I've been doing this, it'll be, I've been doing stand-up comedy for 10 years next May, I think. Next May will be 10 years I've been doing stand-up. And over those 10 years, I've had a handful of people ask me about comedy and how to do it and advice and what's in it. And... And I know my word doesn't carry anything, but I've always told people, don't let anybody else tell you how to do it. Like when I used to go to open mic nights all the time, and there'd be a guy telling another guy how to do it. Well, the way I do it is I have to, you have to, you can't swear, you can't do it like that. You have to write it in structure. And I would always pipe in and I'd say, yeah, but nobody can really tell you how to do it. Don't let anybody... Because what works for them may not work for you. What... What you... The way you want to do it doesn't necessarily work. You have to carve your own path. In life, not just comedy, but in comedy, it's such a specific thing to who you are that anybody else telling you how to do it or how you should do it is almost a joke in and of itself because I can't be you. It's like when you try to tell another comedian's joke, like to your buddies or whatever. If you heard like a Jim Gaffigan joke, I picked Jim Gaffigan because I have a poster of him down here where I record. It's a, it's, it's a really big poster. I got it when I was really young and it says Jim Gaffigan, the sexy tour. <laughs> and he's in a suit coat, a white shirt. He's got a pipe in his mouth. It's, anyway, like when you tell somebody a Jim Gaffigan joke, it's not as funny as when Gaffigan does it because you can't tell it like Gaffigan. You're not Gaffigan. 
Gaffigan's the only one who can tell that joke correctly because it's his joke. So you can't, if you're listening to this and you're just starting out in comedy, like Bob Zane, he said, you have to choose what advice you take because you know, deep down, you know how you need to do it, especially in comedy. You, you, nobody knows how you're funny except for you. You know what's funny to you and it may take you forever to figure out how to translate that to a crowd but you'll figure it out if that's what your goal is nobody can tell you how to do it and the truth in that that advice from Bob Zaney I'm going to say it one more time you have to choose what advice you take and what advice you don't that's what life is man when you come down to it. This got really fucking deep, man. We're getting... I swear I'm sober. If you listen to this podcast, you're gonna... People are gonna be like, he's on something. I'm not. I just... That advice, I... <laughs> and it's it's getting kind of late, too. I'm ready to go to bed. I gotta... I still gotta fucking work out. I gotta get... And I know you're giggling, because what? Work out? That fat tub of shit. I climb on a treadmill for 20 minutes. I jerk off and jump in the shower. That's all I do. That's, that's my workout. <laughs> I, just, I don't treadmill. I jerk off. That's it. That's all I do. But I do it rigorously for like 15 minutes. Five minutes. And one hand has to be holding the phone. So that arm gets a workout too. You know. Anyway. I ended up going into a bit. I was gonna, My point is, is I'm sober. You have to choose what advice you take and what advice you don't. Because when you get down to it in life, you can't. It comes down to you, man. You have to. Because you can ask people how to do shit. You can ask what they think. But that might not necessarily fit what you want to do. You have to find what you want to do and do it. You have to choose what advice you take and what advice you don't. I think that's a perfect place to stop. Right there with those words from Bob Zaney. You have to choose what advice you take and what advice you don't. Hey, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out all my shit. Facebook and Instagram at Comedian Carl Gennetto. Twitter, YouTube, tour dates, and more links are all up at tinyurl.com slash allmyshit. And be sure to check out more about the podcast at tinyurl.com slash indifferentpod.